talk some crypto and check in on BTC as the equity market pulled back from the highs. So did the king crypto Bitcoin. Let's bring in our guests co-founder and co-head of trading at GSR and a former decade-long trader at Goldman Sachs, Richard Rosenblum, is with us. So, Richard, what are we learning about Bitcoin here as we get market volatility? How do you define this as a diversifier or a lack thereof? What's the purpose of Bitcoin right now? That's, uh, what's the purpose is a good uh, question. I'd say that a lot of people want to compare Bitcoin to, to gold, that you know, is it a store of value? Is it an inflation hedge? But I'd say one thing that's certain, it, it is a macro product. And when I was trading oil in 2006, 2007, and it went from having mostly commodity participants to, to global macro investor participants, and we saw a character where it would pick its own correlation. It would trade like a, a commodity one day, uh, like a, a, a macro asset the, the next, where it's, it's following gold, it's following uh, interest rates, it's, it's following equities. I think Bitcoin, we're going to see more of the same now that it's on the, uh, the global uh, stage. But I think what's more interesting is that we're, when we're talking about Bitcoin, we're going to increasingly be talking about decentralized finance, uh, DeFi. So Bitcoin, it's 12 years old and it's decentralized finance. And it's a means of transferring value from peer to peer uh, across borders at a very low cost. But what's really happened in the last few months, while Bitcoin has been mired in this now $3,000 range uh, between uh, you know, 95, 11, uh, It's been that you know, Bitcoin is an exciting product, and I have a good portion of my my net worth in it. And long term, I think it's going to go up. But what's more interesting is these new products that have come about to provide other means of decentralized finance. So the ability to trade. There's a new company, uh, Uniswap. You know, it took Bitcoin six years to get to a five billion dollar value. Uniswap overnight, literally in this past week has turned to a $5 billion uh, market cap company by its a token value. And that's because they're a leader in decentralized value transfer. Hey, Richard. Uh, another is uh, lending. I just want to jump in real quickly because uh, I've heard about this story going around and I, I, like, I appreciate the disclosure about uh, your holdings in Bitcoin crypto. Um, when you look at the timing for these, is it a coincidence that there seems to be a huge explosion in some new crypto form every time the market's at record valuations. I mean, the Uniswap, the DeFi stuff, uh, from what I hear from my crypto friends, apparently it's pretty exciting stuff, but I heard the same things back in 2017 about all of the other new tokens that were coming up, and most of them have been bubkiss. They got crushed, and nobody gives a darn about them anymore. So is this just, again, a huge move to risk assets, a big Profit move in the market where just like all these big stocks in the equity market went crazy that crypto is doing the same thing again? I think it's a corollary to, to tech stocks, but you had the first uh, bubble. It was mostly based on speculation because you didn't have the adoption yet. You had Prodigy and CompuServe, other companies, you couldn't exchange between them. They were their separate subsets. Same way within 2017 you'd had a very frothy market where people are looking for the next Bitcoin. But today we are seeing real adoption. There's uh, as much as a billion trading on these decentralized venues. These are companies that instead of requiring thousands of employees, in some cases have less than 10 employees and they're able to contribute to value transfer into the billions of dollars uh, per day. So I think this is unheard of, the speed at which the adoption is occurring. And now that we're in more of an implementation phase, I do think there's going to continue to be some froth. A lot of people are going to be um, you know, looking to make a quick buck. But I think we've, we've had a major change in the, the paradigm of the market. And I think that you're going to increasingly hear about decentralized finance, you know, DeFi, 
and hear less talk about Bitcoin within the coming years. Hmm. Um, is that a good thing for Bitcoin? I mean, you mentioned the adoption that's happening for institutions. I know we've seen more stories about how uh, more traditional managers are dabbling with it. I agree with you that in terms of thinking about it as a macro, it's demonstrated it moves on some of the same impulses that move other macro assets. In fact, I think many would argue that the case for Bitcoin is much stronger than it was a couple of years ago with the amount of money coming into the market, the way the dollars dropped, the central bank activity. But yet the price hasn't gone higher since 2017. We're still roughly 10 grand below the high. So, Richard, how come the price seemingly doesn't reflect this ad adoption. I mean, should we not? I think technical analysis like 101 is if something's downtrending, which it is since the high, should we not be worried then why people aren't paying up more for it, even though its supposed use case has gotten more compelling? I think in cases like this, it's good to, to zoom out a bit. And when you consider that Bitcoin's highest monthly close ever, um, second highest monthly close ever was last month. I think that's pretty impressive. Even if we're down uh, a good chunk from the highs back in the end of 17, we didn't spend more than a matter of days at those levels. And so the market is very uh, illiquid, easily manipulated at that point. I think that uh, the fact that we're at you know 11,000 now you know, we're still close to the all-time highs in terms of well, where we're not, the well, we're also not below. We're still below last year's highs too. I mean, we got to twelve thousand eight hundred in the summer last year. So we're, it's not just seventeen. We're below the last high as well. <laughs> no, I think I think it's a good point. It's it's a very volatile landscape in the same way that you know you saw Tesla exploded in the past uh, nine months. Did all that much change about the stock? I think people just had this uh, epiphany that they realized that it's more of a, a software issue with cars and charging a software as a service and having the map on the batteries, you know, boom, uh, the stock multiplies. I think Bitcoin, we could still see that same moment. I'm personally confused why we aren't above a trillion in value. If, if gold's at 11 trillion, I think that Bitcoin, you know, whether it's going to get to 11 trillion in the next you know, 10 years is yet to be said. But I think we're, we're too low at the hundreds of billions. So I think Bitcoin is, is massively underpriced. So I, I agree it is is underperforming my expectations, but I, I think it's still early. So back to the DeFi stuff, because I know this has been really exciting right now. Can you just kind of simply explain uh, to viewers that may not be familiar how this is different or, uh, you know, you mentioned how quickly some of the new assets rose in terms of their market value. Um, what are the properties then that made something like a Uniswap more appealing than uh, Bitcoin in terms of just the rate at which it, uh, you know, was able to climb here since it became a thing? Sure, I'd say one of the main differences is um, the fact that it's decentralized, which you know to be uh, cute saying that. But look at Robinhood; uh, they made some big changes on the space by having it be no fees, by having it be a bit more fun, a little bit more game-like. Um, you know, that's a, a company that's been around for many years and has thousands of employees. Uh, Uniswap, through most of its growth, has had six employees, and make it so that they, they take the company out of the picture. They let the participants not only have no fees, you know, oh, it's not, we're going to charge you less. Uh, anyone who used Uniswap over the past few months uh, when they came in yesterday morning had at least $1,000 extra of value sitting in uh, unit tokens, uh, UNI tokens. So I think, um, imagine if uh, Robinhood tomorrow said, we're going to make it so that we just give away the majority of our equity to the people that trade on Robinhood. 
that would certainly be front page news. And so I think that in, in crypto, it's not as big of a scale yet, but that's what's happening on a daily basis. There's collective governance, you know, collective participation, and it creates more of a meritocracy. The more you bring to the table, whether as a user of the platform or as a, as a developer, um, the more you're going to get as a share of the company. And these things don't happen over the course of uh, you know years or even months. They're literally happening uh, overnight. So I think that uh, creates a bit more more value more quickly for everyone involved. I'm, I'm hearing about what you would have made or how much you might have made if you were in this token. But what, what does it do? What's the purpose? So so if you're owning the the token. One, you get a share of the, the proceeds from the trading on the exchange. And also, the more you own of it, the more you have a say in the governance of the organization. So in the same way, if you're on Robinhood's board, you can have a say of what the company should be doing, how they should be spending their money, which assets that they should focus on next. If you're a holder of this governance token, you and I, you'll be part of that discussion. And I think it's only happened in the past 48 hours. Uh, I think that there's going to be an evolution on, on what it means to, to be part of that, that governance. But I think uh, you know, governance in, in, has been the, the word of the year. And I think as we saw with uh, you know, WeWork last year, you know, crypto has taken things to the nth degree and made it so it's not about the, the board's rights. It's about the, the company's uh, community's rights. And I think that you know it, it's a great direction things are going. It has knock-on effects also politically in the way in which people don't necessarily uh, trust uh, institutions, whether sure. it's corporations or whether it's government. So I think this is a way where you have ultimate um, transparency and participation by all the stakeholders. Hey, Richard, one last thing real quickly on this, though. I mean, this is still basically a uh, the utility that it provides is just offering a better exchange for crypto assets, right? It seems it seems like uh, you know, as we continue to develop new things in the crypto realm and on, on the blockchain, it just still kind of serves this, this ecosystem in a circular way, right? I mean, this is a new way to trade other cryptos. Am, am I wrong here? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I very well may be, but it seems to me like this is an exchange, right? I mean, this is just a place to trade uh, you've, cryptos. You've got to start somewhere. I think the internet started off as just email or, you know, transfer of, of information, right. but it's obviously been completely pervasive in the same way, I think, with crypto. Yeah, we started with transfer of value. Now people are focused on trading of value and the lending of, of borrow value. But the next stage is going to be decentralized everything. We're going to have the same concepts in gaming, where the people that participate are also involved in, in the, the spoils and the decision-making process, the same with, with esports. So I think that because there's incentives there, since it's explicitly a, a monetary thing, and we're it's, it's fintech, you know, it's been leading the charge. But we're absolutely going to see the next stages in the coming years of everything. This sort of parallel ecosystem that is crypto is going to impact the rest of the world. Okay, all right, appreciate it, uh, Richard. Thanks for the thoughts here. Nice check in on what's happening outside of Bitcoin in the crypto space. Richard Rosenblum is a co-founder and co-head of trading at GSR Uniswap, the latest in crypto. I'll give them credit. They know how to come up with fun names. Uniswap. I saw something called sushi the other day too. Okay.